part. If you happen to be a brand new officer and you haven't had much of an opportunity, uh, the best way to do that is to train for it. Go out there in your district. Uh, if you're the new company officer, take your company out in the district. Start looking at buildings in your district. Enchanted Sky Media. 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 This is Code 3, the podcast for firefighters. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again. Mastering the size up is a key element to fireground operations. But there are a lot of factors for company officers to consider and a lot to know, a lot to remember. You have to have a solid grasp on everything from building size to construction technique. My guest today is here to tell us all about how to do a great size up. David DiStefano is a battalion chief at the North Providence Fire Department in Rhode Island. He's been on the job there for 28 years. He's also the department's chief of safety and training. David is an instructor with the Rhode Island Fire Academy and lectures on fire service topics throughout southern New England. He was also a presenter at FDIC International 2017. David DiStefano, thanks for joining me on Code 3 today. Well, Scott, thank you very much for having me. Happy to be here. Let's start with how important a good size-up really is. Well, a good size-up is critical. Uh, it, it's the key to so many things on the fire ground. Uh, you're not going to have uh, much success at all if you're not doing a good size-up. Uh, and size-up is so important for everybody on the fire ground. Uh, certainly, size-up is everybody's responsibility. What's the goal of a good size-up? Well, the goal of doing a good size-up is doing, uh, or getting, excuse me, getting as much information as possible. Uh, you're going to have a very compressed period of time in which to gather that information. We know that it's going to be incomplete information, but getting as much as you can as quickly as you can and being able to process that efficiently and effectively to uh, help you formulate an, an action plan for the fire ground, help you operate safely on the fire ground, uh, and it's going to, uh, you know, help drive your uh, strategy and tactics depending on uh, what your particular function is at the fire, whether you're a command officer, company officer, or a firefighter, it's going to help you in, in various ways. But the end result is enhancing the safety of everybody on the fire ground. These can be tough for a new company officer to pull off. What's the best way to remember everything they want to say? Well, there, there are so many different um aids to help us uh, remember things uh, when it comes to size up. I mean, you know, there's the old standbys, you know, the Wallace was hot, uh, coal was wealth, uh, the, these, you know, 13 point size up acronyms, uh, and they're great. And if, if you can remember all the different aspects of, of those acronyms uh, at three o'clock in the morning in the middle <laughs> of a snowstorm, you know, that that's fantastic. Um, and uh, you're probably a better man than me. Uh, but but uh, to, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I think that the best way to be successful in sizing up um, incidents is to practice doing it. Uh, and if, if you're going to a lot of incidents a day or going to a lot of incidents a week and you're getting that actual experience at real incidents, that's wonderful. Uh, but if you're not, if you're uh, in a company or in a department that uh, doesn't do a lot of uh, fire duty 
or if you happen to be a brand new officer and you haven't had much of an opportunity uh, to you know, do your own size ups and then give that initial report on the radio, uh, the best way to do that is to train for it. Go out there in your district. Uh, if you're the new company officer, take your company out in the district. Start looking at buildings in your district. Look at them from all the size up perspectives. You can uh, pull your, your SOP for your department regarding size up. Compare that to the other acronyms that are out there. You know, the coal was wealth, the Wallace was hot, and whatever other size up acronyms you want to use. Um, and practice them at buildings. Put a, uh, an imaginary fire uh, in the window of a building. Um, do a 360. Um, give yourself some challenges. Practice how you would uh, report that size up on the radio. And let the other members of your company take turns. Let them do the same thing. Give everybody in the company a different fire scenario at the same building. Let them take turns sizing things up uh, based on the construction of the building, based upon the, the hazards of the occupancy. Uh, you can use the current time of day that you're standing out there at the building, or you can put a put a, uh, your own time of day involved there. You may be at, uh, looking at this building at 12 noon, but... Uh, create a time of uh, two in the morning and see how maybe the occupancy might change. Is it a, a, a business, an industrial uh, operation, or is it a uh, place of assembly or a pri private dwelling? Uh, all those things will obviously change at different, uh, the occupancy will change at uh, different times of the day. Is there a good way to know building construction techniques? And what about building size estimates? Uh, as far as building construction, yeah, you know, that that's a great question. And my answer to that would be become a student of building construction. And I think that's the only way you're going to get it right um, quickly on the fire ground is to become a student of building construction, uh, study as, as many of the texts as you can, and then take the material that, that you're learning in those texts, take the material that you're learning in classes uh, and that you may gain from uh, reading the trade magazines or looking at different online sources, take it and apply it to your jurisdiction. Once again, go out and compare what you've learned in class or what you've read in the book to what you actually have in your jurisdiction. Uh, do you have a lot of balloon frame construction as we do uh, in the area where I work? Uh, is it mostly uh, new construction in your particular jurisdiction? Do you have a lot of um, lightweight wood trusses? Do you have a lot of brand new commercial occupancies or big box stores that are, are lightweight steel trusses? Uh, are you dealing with an old downtown area in your first due district, some old mercantile type buildings? Uh, take a look at these things when you have an opportunity to answer your own questions. Uh, you may look at a building uh, and, and not really be extremely familiar with the type of construction. Take some pictures. Go back, uh, go back to quarters and compare it to what you're seeing in your textbooks. Ask some people that may have a little more in-depth knowledge. Uh, talk to your, the people in your fire prevention division. Talk to the people in your building inspections office. Uh, if you're lucky enough to go to some buildings while they're being um, constructed or renovated, talk to the tradespeople. You can gain a tremendous amount of knowledge uh, that's going to help you later on in your size-ups by talking to tradespeople working at uh, construction sites and uh, areas where they're doing renovations to building. Pick their brain, find out what they're doing to this particular building, what the latest trends are that they're seeing in your city as far as construction and renovations, uh, and that's going to help you down the road uh, do really good size-ups at similar type buildings. Those are some great ideas. What's the worst size-up you've ever heard? Well, I, I think the worst size-up is no size-up at all. Uh, if someone is to key the mic on the radio and just tell communications or just tell the incoming companies that they have a working fire. 
uh, you're giving those incoming companies and you're giving the incoming battalion chief or incident commander uh, almost nothing to go by. Uh, they don't know if, if you're in an, in an area where maybe you have some mixed property types. They don't know if they're reporting to a fire in a single-family dwelling, small multi-dwelling, or maybe a commercial building, uh, now, unless they've already gotten that information. I'm assuming that happens with new company officers who get so excited about being on scene that they just forget. Well, honestly, I think you're right. Uh, I think that does tend to happen with the newer company officers. Uh, they may be pulling up to one of their first few fires as a company officer, and in the midst of trying to remember all the other things that they have to do, yeah, absolutely, some of those size-up details can be forgotten. Um, you know, what may help uh, in that type of uh, situation is having um, – a responding chief officer that's aware that he's working with a brand new company officer in that first arriving company and uh, having the chief officer maybe prompt that uh, first arriving company officer for some for, for some of the information that he may have neglected to say you know getting on the radio and, and ha having the chief ask the company officer is it a multi-dwelling how many stories uh, where is the fire showing if it is showing uh, give me a report on the smoke conditions is it an occupied or a vacant kind of prompting the uh that first arriving officer to provide some more details. Now, one of the tips that I've heard more than once is to see if you can have your engineer, your operator, chauffeur, whatever, take the rig around three sides of the building before you come to a stop because that way you get a quick look at more of the building. Is that practical? Does that work? Well, actually, I've, I've heard things like that said as well. I've heard them and I've read them. And, and in some instances, that's a great idea. Um, you may have an opportunity to see various sides of the building on your approach. I don't know that I would specifically tell the chauffeur to drive a more complicated route to do that. Um, there may be a situation where I might ask him to do that if it's a really large building and I really want to get a 360 done as the first arriving officer. That may be something I might ask him to do. Uh, what generally works for us uh, in the majority of our bread and butter fires is the, the structures, uh, even if they're multi-dwellings, uh, the structure that we respond to, uh, relatively small where we can walk walk and do a 360 um, reasonably quick uh, while our members of our company, particularly the first new engine company, might be stretching off the rig. So the, the first arriving officer might report that he has a working fire, uh, might advise uh, his crew to start stretching a hand line off the rig, and while they're in the process of doing that, he can conduct a quick 360 and get a little better idea of the scope of the situation. The key there is to get the crew started and then follow up and do the size up after that rather than trying to do it and then tell them what to do. Yeah, that, that seems to be uh, the way that I've done it and the way that has worked well for us in the past. Uh, and, and certainly it helps to have an experienced crew. Uh, working with an experienced company, some senior firefighters in your company really makes all the difference in the world. You can give them uh, one or two quick orders and they can really go to work uh you know, autonomously to some extent. There's a lot for people to know, but I suppose a lot of this comes with experience. Well, it, it sure does, Scott. You know, the experience never hurts. <laughs> it's, the experience is, is a great guide as long as you're learning from their experiences and 
when you do make those inevitable mistakes, and we've all made them, uh, that you don't repeat those mistakes. Uh, it, it's great having the experience, but you know, the other thing is you don't have to have every experience yourself. Benefiting from the experiences of others, those members on your job that may have been company offices for a long period of time, picking their brains, following in their footsteps is really important. Going out and getting yourself educated and trained, you know, not only by members in your department, uh, maybe in your division of training, but by uh, folks that are out there and in, in providing other training at, you know, uh, county or state fire academies or other um, different venues that are available for training. Uh, it's really invaluable. All right. We'll leave it there. David DeStefano, thanks for joining me on Code 3. Well, Scott, thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was good of you to have me. You can find links to more information about Size Ups on our website, Code3Podcast.com slash Size Up. Check them out. If you enjoy listening to Code 3, let us know. Or maybe you have a guest suggestion. We'd love to hear it. In fact, if you have some criticism, we'll take that too. Just as Chief Bruno would have said, be nice. You can email us at code3podcast at gmail.com or call 928-985-0530 and leave a message. We're listening, so give us your feedback. All right, that's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'm Scott Orr, and until next time, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit code3podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.